Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord said to Abram, Go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and curse those who curse you. All the communities of the earth shall find blessing in you. Abram went as the Lord directed him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he left Haran. Abram took his wife Sarah, his brother's son Lot, all the possessions that they had accumulated and the persons they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abraham passed through the land as far as the sacred place at Shechem, by the terebinth of Morah. The Canaanites were then in the land. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendants I will give this land. So Abraham built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country east of Bethel, pitching his tent with Bethel to the west and I to the east. He built an altar there to the Lord and invoked the Lord by name. Then Abram journeyed on by stages to the Negeb. The word of the Lord. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Blessed the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down, he sees all mankind. See, the eyes of the Lord are upon those who fear him, upon those who hope for his kindness to deliver them from death and preserve them in spite of famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, who is our help and our shield. May your kindness, O Lord, be upon us, who have put our hope in you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stop judging that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so will you be judged, and the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me remove that splinter from your eye, while the wooden beam is in your eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Did Christ ever spend any time in Sepphoris? Sepphoris was the most important and beautiful city in the Galilee region where Christ lived and worked. Sepphoris was a Greek city for a few centuries before the Romans replaced them. Sepphoris is not mentioned in Scripture. But the Jewish historian Josephus called the city the Ornament of Galilee. Sepphoris was perched like a bird on a 400-foot hill overlooking the Galilean Valley. Thus its Hebrew name is Zippery, which means bird. Things then came into focus on top of Sepphoris. The city offered panoramic views of Cana, five miles to the northeast, and of Nazareth, four miles to the south. Many modern scholars like to think Jesus spent time in Sepphoris, working with his father, Joseph. 
Perhaps Christ worked on the huge amphitheater, the outdoor theater in Sepphoris that sat 4,500 people. If so, and it is certainly not beyond the realm of possibility for father and son to walk four miles to work in construction, well, then Christ would have known about hypocrites. See, the term is a Greek word, a hypocrite was a stage actor in Greek plays who wore a mask. But by Christ's time, the word hypocrite had taken on a negative connotation. The negative connotation survives today. Hypocrisy is still with us 2,000 years later. More proof that there really aren't any new sins. It's interesting about hypocrisy. Many, many so-called Catholics justify breaking God's commandment and not attending Holy Mass, because, well, they argue a Catholic church is a building, a theater of sorts filled up with sinners and hypocrites. Well, perhaps these people are correct in their assessment, but isn't that kind of like saying, I never go to hospitals because, well, they're just buildings filled up with sick people. My friends, of course Catholic churches are filled up with sinners and hypocrites. That's the point. Christ came to save sinners, not angels. And Christ, because he's God, knew sinners would keep on sinning, even after he shed his blood for those sins on Calvary. And so, in his infinite mercy, Christ left us the eternal sacrifice of Mass, which makes Calvary present to us. And he gave us the sacrament of penance, which is an extension of Calvary. Understand, we were baptized once. We don't need to be adopted a hundred times, but we frequently fall into sin. We're all sinners. We are all, to varying degrees, hypocrites. Someone wrote that if people could see every one of a man's thoughts, then no one would be considered good. Now, all of this is not cause for despair, it's cause for hope. Paul of Tarsus called himself the chief of sinners, yet we call him Saint Paul because he ran the race. He went to battle against sin. How do we battle our hypocritical nature? Hypocritical nature? Well, we look to the carpenter, the construction worker who worked with the wood on Calvary. And we gaze up upon the man of contradiction who hangs on two contradicting beams. When we reflect on just why he is hanging in his mystical body, well, we make progress in our spiritual life. We're given the grace to understand that the measure with which we measure will be measured out to us. We will stop judging because we will understand that we will be judged. When that happens... We will take the wooden beam out of our eye and put it on our shoulders and follow our king of Calvary. See, this is the opportunity Christ gives us at the holy sacrifice of mass to die to sin in the world by offering ourselves with our high priest. Hanging up high with Christ, we have a beautiful panoramic view of the valley below. Eternal things come into focus on top of Calvary.